Welcome to the Talk Local Podcast, a weekly chat with business owners in Victoria, Vancouver, and throughout British Columbia to learn what they're doing to create stronger connections with local customers. The Talk Local Podcast is sponsored by Time to Get Online and hosted by Alan Ford. Hello and welcome to Talk Local, the podcast that connects you with local entrepreneurs and gives valuable insight into their experiences and wisdom. I'm your host, Alan Ford, and today I'm absolutely ecstatic to have Derek Ford with me as my guest. Derek started out as a freelance photographer based in Victoria back in 2008. In the years since, though, he's grown to become one of the region's leading commercial and editorial photographers and boasts clients not just from Victoria, but all over the world. So we've asked him to come on the podcast today to talk a little bit about how he's been able to become such an international phenomenon. So welcome, Derek. Um, how are you doing today? Hi, uh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm doing very well. Thanks, Alan. Great. That's so, quite an introduction, boy. <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> so uh, you, you brought a unique background to your freelance brand. How did you get into freelancing in the first place? I was at a point in my life where I, I had some life changes come around and um, was leaving a business that I had been working in for a number of years. And um, while I was in that business, I'd been doing uh, the marketing and specifically I'd had a little photo studio set up and had been uh, taking photographs for our uh, business that we were running um, and was doing the marketing in, in that case. And so when uh, I left that business, I thought, wow, I've been to all these family businesses. I've worked for all kinds of people. I've uh, been an entrepreneur. And now I think is the opportunity where I can actually, you know, do something that I'm really passionate about, something that I really want to do. And so that was photography. So I'd, I'd been mentoring with another photographer for about three, three years. And uh, I was working at that time. Um, I started photographing for Ballet Victoria. So I was quite fortunate that uh, when I did open up my photography business, I had one client and uh, already with me, and that was Ballet Victoria. And so I've been shooting with them now for, for going on 15 years. Wow. So what are the, some of the things that you've done to create a presence for your freelance brand? In the beginning, you know, uh, again, coming from a business background, I realized you know, marketing, advertising can be, can be quite expensive. And this was the early days, of course, going back 15 years, Twitter was just, uh, had just sort of started up around that time. And so um, I thought, well, I'm going to do all the grassroots marketing that I can possibly do. You know, that's, that's the, the cheapest, uh, most economical way. And so I essentially started finding whatever mixtures, networking events, you know, any opportunity for me to meet with potential clients, I was attending those. Um, and that was how I, how I started. And then as my business grew, I started to get to the point where it was a little, um, you know, it was a little more time, time crunch. So I, I couldn't get to some of the networking events. So then I had to look at some marketing opportunities and um, specifically social media, social media, my online presence, my web presence. And, um, you know, that's a tremendous opportunity that we live in, in, in this day and age. You know, when I was originally in business, um, starting out, uh, you know, we placed ads in newspapers and those ads were, you know, three, $400 for a single insertion. You know, if it was a small community paper, we really had no idea what sort of demographic or market we were hitting. Um, and then, you know, in two weeks you did it again. And now suddenly we have this incredible opportunity through social media for a small buy-in 
to reach and target our customers so exactly. So I, I've sort of grown along along with that. Right. So, I mean, with freelancing, I mean, that could be a very scary uh, kind of thing uh, to move into. I mean, when you're working, it's great. And when you're not working, uh, you know, it, that, that can be frightening. So what would your advice be to freelancers uh, to, to improve their business and break away from the feast and famine cycle? One of the greatest pieces of advice I got uh, when I started out, um, I had a business mentor um, and, uh, you know, before I'd met up with, with them, uh, you know, I sort of, a, I'd book a job and then I'd, I'd gleefully anticipate for the two weeks before I had the job to do, oh, I've got a job, <laughs> this is great. And then the job would come and I'd do the job and then I would, uh, you know, be really excited. Oh, I, I just did that job. I've got to get the, uh, the images over to the client. I get the images over the client and then I go, ah, oh, I guess I got to get another client. So the advice that the, the business mentor gave me was to uh, was the sales funnel advice. And so essentially, you know, that's just imagining, you know, a funnel uh, going into, you know, into into a bottle. And uh, at the top of the funnel are those kind of, you know, those initial kind of contacts, the people that we meet at a networking event, you know, the people that we're reaching out to via social media, you know, those people are at the top of the funnel. And then I need to make sure that I've got other people that are a little further inside that funnel, customers that I've that have already asked me for a quote, you know, people who are interested in seeing other images, um, you know, people who are who are maybe you know will be purchasing in the future. And I'll, I'll use that sort of sales that sales talk obviously for myself. It's you know it's freelance. It's you know um, hiring me to do creative images and that sort of thing. And then of course I want to have people down near the bottom part of the funnel, which is that I'm you know. I've got them in pre-production, you know, I'm working on the creative, you know, I've, I've got a shoot date set for them, you know, and then further along the funnel, we have the people who have just turned the images over and, uh, you know, they're ready to sort of maybe get to the top of the funnel in, in, you know, six months or a year when they're ready to refresh their images. So that was really, you know, it was a real uh, eye opener for me was just that idea of just imagining that, you know, it doesn't stop once I get a job booked. I need to make sure for continuity's sake in order to stay out of that feast or famine that I've always got people at different parts of the funnel so that I've, I've constantly got income coming in and, and um, yeah, getting new clients and, um, and servicing the ones that I have. Right. So, I mean, obviously a, a lot of people when they get in, I, I, I'm not, don't know about you specifically, but when you get into this line of work, it, it's often because of the creative side of it. Uh, that that draws people in. But then there's the business side as well. So how do you focus on the business side of freelancing? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, certainly the industry that I'm in is a creative industry. And it was one of the reasons why I really wanted to be a photographer, why I really, you know, wanted to pursue this as a business and as a career was because I had done a lot of those, you know, the, the business side of things. You know, I'd, I'd worried about managing people or managing businesses or budgets and all that sort of thing. And um, when I got to that point where I realized, you know, I was this uh, stifled creative, I, that's that's where I really wanted to move into. And I really wanted to um, to grow that part of myself. So so in a way, you know, I was confident that, you know, I, I could deliver on time. I could be dependable. I could be responsible. You know, that was sort of some of the feedback when I did my market analysis on photography was, you know, that, you know, there was this potential or this, this uh, idea in the marketplace that photographers, you know, could be somewhat flaky, 
you know, that they could be somewhat undependable, you know, something could come up and suddenly they're canceling for, you know, you know, for, for a myriad of reasons, that sort of thing. And I thought, well, I'm going to apply my business acumen to being a photographer. So, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to service my customer very well. I'm going to treat them, treat them very well. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to run it like a business, you know, and, and at, the, at the end of the day, which is that I need to make sure that, uh, that I'm profitable. I need to make sure that I'm delivering uh, fantastic results. And, um, you know, and ultimately, I need to also, as a self-proprietor, um, value, value myself and my time as well. So for the business side of it, did you get any formal training to start to, to handle the business side of it? Or was it just, you know, play it by ear and see how it goes? Well, yeah, I had the business mentors. That's a great, yeah, thank you. Um, I had the business mentors that I was able to, uh, to get um, just through the, through, through contacts and things like that. People who, who had run small businesses, um, people who had, you know, that sort of ground level experience. So, um, and then certainly, of course, I had my own background, which was, I, you know, I, I knew about bookkeeping, you know, you know, basic bookkeeping. I knew about, uh, you know, marketing. I, I, I'd known all of these things from my own, from my own background, from my own work experience. And so it was a matter of just applying that, you know, just applying that to my business. Right. So, I mean, freelancing seems really glamorous, but it's also called a lonely business. How do you manage to stay social uh, while working maybe on your own quite a lot of the time? Yeah, that's uh, when I first started, um, you know, I thought, uh, well, I'm, I'm seeing clients, I'm seeing people. And, uh, you know, when I'm doing photo shoots, you know, I do a lot of portraiture, I do a lot of commercial work. So there's a lot of, a lot of different people that I interact with. And um, so certainly on the business side, you know, I thought, well, I'll, I'll be good. And then I found myself one summer uh, spending a lot of time in the studio working on products. So suddenly I was not meeting people. I, I just had a lot of products coming in. I'd see somebody you know, I'd, I'd have the assignment and then I, and then I was in my, on my own and it was the summer and then the sun was shining in the window behind me. I thought I'm going to spend this entire summer in the studio and probably see very little people. This is not tenable for me. I'm a social person. And, um, I had this, uh, this idea, this inspiration that I was going to find some time in the day, um, a couple days a week, and I was going to set up a backdrop in Trounce Alley. And I was going to photograph people, um, do street portraits. And so, you know, that was sort of what I did. I did that over the course of about three weeks, two, two days a week for a few hours a day while the sun was around the corner. I set up this backdrop and uh, I stopped people walking by. And so I had some great interactions and, um, and got a personal project out of it. So I think that the, the answer to that question is really is that, um, you know, is to be aware uh, of that, if you know whatever social contact you need, that uh, that the opportunity is always there. And um, you know, when I was open to it, it was it was just amazing that not only did I get social contract uh, social contact out of it, but I also got this uh, this wonderful personal project, which uh, which I which I was able to do a book from and and um, yeah, and 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 meet some wonderful people. That's awesome. Uh, did. Uh the COVID, the pandemic, did that pose any kind of problems for you in your business? Um, I think that, uh, 
you know, we all had our challenges there. Certainly uh, the first month um, was March for me, was when that was March the 12th, I think was the first restrictions were announced. And I had uh, a fully booked month um, going from March into April and uh, thinking things were looking really good. I had uh, just got back from a personal project I'd done in Bali for two months. And so I'd worked all of February, was fully booked, uh, coming back from there, fully booked in February, thinking that uh, this is going to go really well. Freelancer, I've taken this, this time and, and, you know, but I've got the, the business coming in, I'm good. And then, uh, then March, everything canceled. You know, I remember the day, March, the, the week of March the 20th, boom, suddenly everything was gone. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a great opportunity because I thought, well, what am I going to do? And I realized, you know what? I started my business in the recession, right? 2008, people were saying, oh, it's not necessarily a good time to start a business. And I thought, I'm going to go back to that time. What did I do then? Well, I cut expenses and, um, and I, I threw myself back into learning. I, I, I imagined that I was, you know, a, you know, just starting out again. And what did I do? When I wasn't working for clients, then I was learning. I was doing research. I was looking at personal projects. I was coming up with ideas of, of things to work on so that when business came up and people came back into the marketplace, I not only was there again, but this time, instead of being a new photographer, I was a photographer with a lot of experience and I'm a photographer who continued growing during that time and had new, you know, new skills, new techniques, you know, new experiences and, and, uh, and things to offer to the marketplace. Right. And you could do your, your social media marketing and other marketing and, and that kind of thing during that uh, downtime, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very important. Now that is not the time to stop marketing. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> so now that things are getting back to normal, uh, you know, and things you can start doing you know, back to your regular routine, what is your favorite style of shoot? My favorite style of shoot is uh, our creative shoots. So, you know, that, that can be, that can be, you know, anything. It's, I, I hope it's not a, it's not a, a, a cheat on your question, uh, but uh, you know, obviously I love photographing people and, and that sort of thing, but you know, regardless of what it is, I just did um, actually a video, uh, commercial video for a, a new product that's being launched. That's really an, a, quite an innovative um, air cleaner that they're looking to put into uh, airports and it's, uh, it works with plants and it was fascinating to me, right? It was great green product and um, you know, so, outside the the shell of what I would say of working with people specifically on a set but it uh, it it gave me a great challenge I wrote the script you know we had a quick turnaround and we had to come up with some creative solutions because we couldn't get access to the airport so we had to shoot in a, in a blue screen room and, and make that happen so so yeah I think those are the projects that I love the best or just the ones where we really get to flex you know that that creativity muscle you know really work work with a, a crew of people you know, to collaborate and bring something together, that's, that's unbelievable. When you see the finished product of something like that, that's, that's a true reward. Awesome. Um, so I don't want you to give away any of your magic here, uh, but how do you make your photo sessions and headshots look unique? Uh, obviously you're in, you're in a lot of demand. Uh, is there something special that you do? Uh, is there a secret sauce? that you use in your work to, to make yourself just a, a cut above everybody else? You know, I think that, um, 
there's a couple answers to that question. I think the, the first one I would start with is uh, is humility, which is that um, you know there's a great photographer that I follow who's who's current uh, these days, um, and his name is Jeremy Cowart, and he's he's based out of Nashville. And uh, he said something one time on Twitter, which was, you know, no matter how good you think you are, there is a photographer somewhere that you know nothing about who is doing photos that, you know, will make you weep. And that's a, probably a poor paraphrase, but I always remember that, you know? And, and so that's, that's sort of where I'd start with, with answering that question. And the second thing I would say is, um, you know, you can hire a handful of photographers and we're all gonna deliver images that are in our own style, you know, that's kind of the important thing, right? And it's when, you know, when, when I'm not trying to, to, to shoot in my own style, you know, that's when I'm not being true. That's when I'm, my results are, are, you know, are gonna suffer. So for me, I have been doing this in the point that I have my style. I know what my style is. I know what my connection is with people. I'm a people person. Um, doing the street portraits was an excellent opportunity for me to, to, to hone my craft. You know, these were random people. They didn't want to give me a, an hour or two hours to get one shot for them. I, I, you know, I had 15 minutes, I had five minutes, I had 10 minutes. And I needed to make sure that I got the photo before they were feeling awkward and thinking, oh, what did I get myself into? And then, you know, the magic was gone. So I think that, um, you know, in a, all of those answers kind of bring themselves up to, which is just, you know, um, being creative, always being curious, you know, looking to learn, speaking from my own true voice and, um, and a connection with people. What kind of people do you like to work with most? Yeah, I think um, every, every person, every person is, is, is magic and unique. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a great question. You know, I, I've, I've had such tremendous opportunities to photograph people from all walks of life, from all uh, and, and, and any, and uh, every person, you know, just really brings something. Uh, the fact that they're trusting me, or you know, and some of them don't. Some of them are. I hate it. They're they're there on a corporate shoot. Maybe the last thing they want to do is have their their headshot taken. And you know, it's it's that's where my I you know I have to step in and say, hey, this is going to be great. Like you know, just relax. We're gonna we're gonna get something here you're happy with, right? You know, there's there's that, and then and then there's the you know, the, the wonderful people, you know, the First Nations communities and, and uh, the homeless, you know, I've worked with, uh, with people, as I say, from all, all walks of life. And uh, I'm just, I'm super grateful for, for the opportunity. So uh, I don't want to take up too much of more of your time here. I know you're a busy guy, but if we could just ask you one more question, what is new and exciting on the photography horizon for you? Is there anything that's coming up that you're, you're just jazzed about? I think that the, uh, the opportunities, you know, for connection, um, you know, I think that I've, it's taken me a long time to get there, but I, I think I, I really realize now, you know, at this point that, uh, you know, when I started out, I wanted to, um, to be all things to all people. And I'm, and I really, you know, I heard all the way along, oh, you should, you know, you need to specialize, you need to do what, what's true to you. And it, it took me a lot of trial and error to realize that that is entirely the case, you know, because the more that I focus on, you know, what my passions are as far as working on creative shoots and, you know, working with people, um, the more that those opportunities present themselves and, and I'm able to keep it going there. And so, you know, I think that's kind of the, uh, the fact that too we're so connected with the internet um, and you know social media and and all of those things, 
you know, it really, you know, makes it, it, it possible for me in Victoria, you know, to get jobs. I've, I've been to London, you know, I've worked uh, in the Bahamas, you know, it, it's just amazing that, uh, you know, from sitting here that I, that I do have access to a global market and it's just remembering that. So I think that that's one of the things, you know, as we sort of move, move forward is just realizing that uh, as, as great and wonderful and large a place as the world is, you know, it, uh, we're also you're also making connections uh, that, that that close that in. So, right. Well, I, I want to thank you, Derek, for being my guest today on Talk Local. Uh, if people want to uh, be able to see some of your work and uh, and reach out to you, how, how can they do that? Can they visit? Do you have a website that they can visit? Yeah, my website is uh, DerekFord.com. Uh, and actually, I just launched uh, a new website on Sunday. So yeah, the website is completely new. Um, I tried to, uh, I think every photograph on there is pretty close to, uh, to, a, new, to a new image since the old site. Um, and uh, that's Derek, D-E-R-E-K, uh, Ford, F-O-R-D.com. And also on Instagram, Derek Ford is my Instagram handle. So those are a couple of great places to, to get in touch. Drop me a line, say hello. Um, it'd be great to hear, you know, and, and meet some of the people who are listening to this. It'd be fascinating to, uh, to connect. Well, thank you, Derek, for being on the show again. Um, and, uh, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Talk Local. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Talk Local Podcast, sponsored by Time to Get Online, makers of fast and affordable websites for tradespeople and small businesses throughout the province and around the world. When you're ready to start building your brand, visit timetogetonline.com.